Vox Quick Hits. Hey everyone, my name's Constance Grady. I'm the book critic for Vox, and this is Ask a Book Critic. The way this works is you write into me and tell me what mood you're in right now or what mood you would like to be in, and I find a book that works for you. So let's get started. Hi, Constance. It's Dave from Montreal. In the middle of a brutal Canadian winter, global pandemic, and a citywide curfew, which is the trifecta of isolation. So what I'm looking for is a long, hefty, cerebral, puzzle box, mystery-ish kind of book that is not afraid to push me deeper into the bleak existential waters that I am already drowning in while wading out snowstorms, pandemics, joblessness, etc. So something dark and ambient and mystery-ish that I can sink my teeth into. The feeling is summed up by, not a book, but by a movie. I guess it would be Stalker by Tarkovsky. I hope you can help me out because it's going to be a long winter. Hey Dave, so that sounds like a really hard winter. But I do have some books that I think will get you to where you want to be. So the first one is kind of an obvious choice. It is Duck's Newberry Port by Lucy Elman. This was a very buzzy book in 2019. The deal with this book is it's made up of one single sentence that spans a thousand pages and deals with essentially all of life. It is a very ambitious book, which seems like what you're looking for. And because it's only one sentence, it's incredibly immersive. Because as you read, you just have to sort of submit to this endless thought that the book is spooling out for you and then relax into it. So it's a good book to drown yourself in. I would also suggest this really excellent new novel by Susanna Clark. Uh, she wrote Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, which was a big hit in 2004. Her new book is called Pure Nessie. It is fairly compact. It's only a couple hundred pages, but it's absolutely ready to push you into deep philosophical waters, sometimes quite literally. There's a lot of water in this book. The thing I keep saying about it is it's sort of Borges meets C.S. Lewis. It is about a man who is called Piranesi, and he's living in a world made up of a series of flooded marble halls that are filled with statues. And as far as Piranesi knows, these halls are all there is of human existence. And the only people who have ever existed in all of time are himself, a series of human remains he's found around the halls, and one other man who is alive, who he sees occasionally. And that sounds like sort of a harrowing premise, but what's really amazing about this book is the protagonist, Piranesi, he lives his life in this state of innocence. He calls the world where he lives the house and Piranesi loves the house, and he knows that the house loves him back. He calls himself the beloved child of the house, and it's very moving in this strange way that is difficult to articulate. On the off chance that you haven't already picked this one up, I think you should try a book by Italo Calvino called If on a Winter's Night a Traveler. So this is a book that David Mitchell, who is the author of Cloud Atlas, has cited as one of his influences. It's one of those very postmodern, tricky books. There's a frame narrative where a character known as The Reader, capital R, um, is trying to read this fashionable new book called If on a Winter's Night a Traveler. And then he meets a character called The Other Reader, and they end up getting married. 
So Calvino is having a lot of fun with pastiche in this book, and it's very playful in a lot of ways. Uh, but it's also really interested in this question of what reading means and why we do it, which is kind of the ultimate puzzle for a puzzle box book to offer us in a way. Finally, I think you might want to try Neil Stevenson. We've been mostly talking about literary fiction and he's more a science fiction writer, but his novel Cryptonomicon might be the kind of book you are looking for. It's this extremely dense, extremely long, ambitious sort of techno thriller about cryptography and code breaking. It starts with these code breakers in World War II and then you move forward into the 90s and their descendants are dealing with all this stuff. What I think makes Stevenson a good writer for you is that he's interested in setting himself thought experiments and then playing them out in these giant doorstopper novels that really demand that you abandon yourself to them. He sort of doesn't leave you room to not completely surrender to what he's doing, which I think is maybe the state of mind that you're looking for right now. Dave, thank you so much for reaching out, and I hope that these books help you get through the long winter ahead. So that's it for this week. If you're looking for a book recommendation, you can email me. I am at constance.grady at vox.com. Be sure to use the subject line, ask a book critic. And remember, the more specific you can be about the kind of book you want to read, the better. No challenge will go unanswered, and that's my guarantee. I'll see you next time. <laughs>